Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your host, Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. Something my grandpa Joe used to say when he knew he's in trouble. Anyway, how are you folks doing out there? Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. We got a great guest tonight that um, I hope uh, <laughs> will talk to me again sometime. Uh, Teo, the lead singer of Morgan Stern, is with us today. And I, I'm going to apologize ahead of time, but we'll get into that. First of all, today is uh, March of Dime Day. Um, it's Dimebag's birthday. I knew him as Diamond Daryl back in the day. And uh, it's his birthday, March of Dime Day, and uh, they played Fractured Mirror, the Kiss cover that he, he does so magnificently uh, just now. And I was listening to Jose Mangan on Liquid Metal, great dude. And um, explaining the story, the touching story of how uh, Dime and Vinny, Paul Abbott, rest in peace, both brothers, uh, how they got into the metal thing. Uh, Dime Bag bought a guitar, brought it home. They were young. He was into Def Leppard at the time, uh, ACDC, and all you name it, all the power bands back then in the 80s. And uh, he, Vinny, if you ever met him, you'd know how he can be. You're just like, so you're going to learn how to play that thing? And Dime left, came back, came back in the room and cranked out Smoke on the Water and played it over and over again. Smoke on the Water, of course, Deep Purple, uh, got a lot of metalheads into metal. That riff alone, and knowing you could make that sound. That is uh, my little tidbit of metal today. But man, we got some great metal coming up on the show, if you're into your industrial German metal. Uh, let me tell you, uh, too, I saw that movie Censor. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, brand new. Let's see here, Censor. It's, it's, you can rent it. Um, good movie uh let's see here i'll just give you the the summary real quick because again we have a guest tonight more horror when we don't have guests unless the guests are into horror uh after viewing a strangely familiar video nasty enid a film censor sets out to solve the the past mystery of her sister's disappearance embarking on a quest that dissolves the line between fiction and reality and it starts out with so much hope and like as far as like being a horror movie and scary and 
there, there's such potential and then halfway through and I didn't watch this alone I, wouldn't, I watched this with some other folks that know exactly what they're talking about halfway through the movie takes a twist that kind of meh, I don't know it got boring I don't know there was such potential uh, censor decide for yourselves I'm going to give it a second viewing I think it deserves that but give it a shot that's out there right now uh, now back to this show today Morgan Stern right okay Swiss band started as a Ramstein cover band and some strange manipulations there and changes and variations. They started making their own music. And we have Teo, the lead singer, who is Italian um, and an amazing, he's also a writer, an amazing dude. And again, I hope I didn't burn bridges because that is what I do here. Um, and I mean, not just one. I'm not sure if Sean's talking to me right now. It, it's kind of bleak at the moment. Uh, yeah, so what happened was. This is damage control. The damage control part of the show. Uh, I uh, got some good uh, news, we'll say. Uh, medical news about myself. Uh, that day, actually, earlier in the day. And uh, <laughs> decided to... Well, I got a little spirited. We'll, we'll say I got spirited. I was also very excited about Teo coming on. I've been trying to get them on and just like, just, I don't know. It's a fresh new sound again. I mean, sure, you're going to say they sound like Ramstein. Whatever, man. Dimebag always said riffs are meant to be shared. It's metal and they're great. Their, their original stuff to me is more colorful than a lot of Ramstein stuff. Now that's, I know that's a, that's a tough sell. That's a tough sell, but I dig them. And I think these guys are great. And Teo is nothing but a gentleman, and I am nothing but an asshole. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sean is probably mad at me, too. So, again, uh, I do apologize, over-spirited Dave, also known as Concert Dave, to his friends that are still left. Who, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, Concert Dave has been retired. But apparently he, he makes an appearance here. Uh, I was way excited and spirited, and uh, apologize. There was a pretty bad delay as well. Thanks, Skype. Yeah, just, what can I say? I had good news, and I celebrated. And then I had an interview a couple of hours later with Teo. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Don't hate me too much. Uh, I've become fanboy. It happens. Um, and, uh, well, sit back and enjoy, and uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keine Lust 
So we're yeah. all finally all together right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> so again, I say Teo. 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 Sean. Sure. <laughs> He's laughing. Fucking folks. It's Morgan Stern. For God's sakes on Kettle Whistle Radio. I've been dying to get you guys on. Oh, <laughs> nice to, nice to hear it from you. Yo, uh, you no, so you have no idea. What can I do for you? Um, I don't know. Be yourself. Uh, but seriously, all right. <laughs> Sean, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. We're all alive. Curious. Well, uh, when we... Well, a little bit of history first. I mean, I met the guys from Morgan Stern in like 2013. I was back then with uh, another Rammstein tribute from Italy. Um, and, I, and I am with them too, uh, even even today, but... It's another story. And uh, they called me uh, for a couple of concerts together as a Rammstein tribute. And we did some show there in Switzerland because uh, the guys are from Was it because you looked like a madman? Uh, <laughs> could be. And I sound like one too. But <laughs> No, perfect. Sean, come on. Sean's being shy right now. He's enamored by you. It, it's got to be more for his musical skills. <laughs> well... I hope so. I Dude, hope so. Not, yeah. come on. Not for the good look. <laughs> no, out of control. Um, I mean, I, uh, uh, it's so good to be here with you I guys. I know. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of I'm a just... dick. I'm, I'm kind of a dick. No. <laughs> it's super fun. He's a wild man. You have to do him. No, no, just bad. I, I step on <laughs> landmines. We talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this before. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, he, he's known to get you don't want to go. Right. <laughs> and we keep interrupting the guest. <laughs> You're on, dude. I'm no, sorry. No, don't worry. Don't worry. I mean, uh, where, where, where were we then? Uh, I was talking about this, some history of the band. Uh, okay, so we started having some gig um, as a Rammstein tribute there in Switzerland in 2013. Then after, ah, well, I think three to four years, uh, it started as a, you know, shorter collaboration. And then we ended up uh, touring Switzerland. And um, then one day they came up to me and said, you know, we could write some music together. And I was like, well, super cool. And they were like, okay, we have a whole album already, <laughs> already ready. So when you want to sing on it, I was like, okay, kind of surprising, but I love and it. I love, they, I love this. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> and they handed me this this album. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, at the beginning, I wasn't 
uh, in the idea of singing uh, for another band, for an original band and stuff like that. But then I heard the songs and I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> guys, where do, does, where do those come from? I mean, <laughs> they were so, so killer tracks and I, I couldn't help but just sing on them and, and the rest is like history. So uh, that, that's it on my side of the story. But no, and, but seriously, like, how do you like uh, this band started as a Ramstein cover band? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They started on their own with their own singer. Um, I, I don't know him personally, but uh, someday they split their ways and they ended up with me. And they started as a Ramstein tribute, having shows with we use we, we today we we have a, we used to have a lot of flames. <laughs> a lot of uh, fireworks, ah. which which we inherited. Yes. How did uh, how did you guys um, do? You guys still uh, sprinkle in Ramstein songs, or do you do you do all yeah. your own music now when you play live? Um, it depends. Depends on the show. Sometimes we just yeah we sprinkle here and there some hits from Ramstein, but mainly we go with our stuff. So. Um, the balance is slowly shifting uh, to whole shows with our songs because we have a second album coming. So there will be even more songs from us and even less and less yeah. from Rammstein, but here and there, you know, did, something from them. Did you guys, how did you decide to, to stay with the name that, that was already chosen before you joined? And, um, you know, was there was there any thought to changing the name now that you're doing all? No, of never, the never, because um, there was never this idea. Because um, Morgenstern is actually um, it's the translation for Morningstar, which is a mace, a medieval mace, a weapon from from the uh, I think 13th century, which which was uh, made in Switzerland for the first time. So the guys chose this name as a heritage, you know, to their country, and they decided to stick with that. And I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that the Morningstar was like a, a Swiss arm, a Swiss weapon, so kind of fun to, to find it out, and they decided to stick Morningstar, with that name. It's fine for me. Wasn't Morningstar also, isn't that another name for... Uh, I want to say it might be another name used for like the devil or something like that as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, but actually, um, yeah, we talked about that, and uh, but they didn't, uh, they didn't have had this um, this intention in mind. I mean, we are um, how can I say pretty out of uh, esoteric um, themes or stuff like that. We, yeah, yeah, we we uh, we favor. Um, other teams like uh, controversies on politics on ethics and stuff like that we try to um, stick out from uh, you know um, keep away from religion um, from religious stuff okay artist aspect I love Sean I love when he goes mm. and I, I've got to ask you how much flack fury or fandom did you guys get by being a Ramstein cover band? Did you get a lot of shit for that? Or did you get more fandom? Well, it depends. I mean, right. um, we, we are we are like studying the reactions on our stuff on, you know, on social networks. And it depends. We, we clearly see 
uh, a line between fandom and like the the, the shit that's coming. Uh, sometimes it's pretty funny because the shit's coming from Rammstein. To say to them, I mean, guys, it's it's you know we all we all play. Yes. Yeah, and shit's coming from neither to have the fans. So I, I mean, guys, <laughs> what can I say? Uh, we are not going to change our style. So. Oh, exactly. I mean, we... So we're gonna hold that thought. Uh, hold that fart. Um, we're going to play a song and we're going to come back hard because Sean has a question. We're here with Morgan Stern. Thank you so much for listening. I could not be more uh, excited. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Martin Atkins from Public Image Limited, Killing Joke, Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, 
Pigface and the Damage Manual and Murder Inc. and Brian Brain. And you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Um, no, I mean, um, behind Morgenstern, I think that there is the, the, the drummer Evo, but it's it's something I, uh, the origin of the, the Rammstein tribute, their Rammstein tribute, wasn't something that I was involved with. Uh, I came after, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just that um, I don't know precisely who had the idea, but I think, I think, uh, it, they were Evo and Czech, which yeah. is the guitarist and keyboard player. Um, I remember, if I remember correctly, they started the band and uh, with Alan, and, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, that was the you know the uh, the core of the band. Yes, and I came came later, so. Like, did you answer an ad? They they called you, or you're like, I like this music, kind of, or like, yeah, I have to front this band because I'm the guy. Well, they called me. Yeah, 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 yeah. They called me because I was uh, fronting uh, another Rammstein tribute in Italy. Okay. Um, yeah, so they called me for uh, for that, and that's it. I'm just so. laughing because off air again. Here we go. Part of Kettle Whistle Radio. The best conversations happen off the air. And you're like, you you were like, yeah, I'm the guy, half naked guy on in the video. And Sean, if you're there, are you there, Sean? I lost my co-host. Yes, I'm here. Oh, he's I have back. Some questions. I sing with the guys since 2013, but I mean, I enjoy every show because uh, the guys always brings uh, bring new ideas for shows and songs to the table, and it's pretty exciting to uh, be part of the creative process and all the things they come up with. So, I mean, I'm still very excited. I can't wait for our next show, which is uh, like at middle of September. So, I'm very, I'm very keen. I'm starting. I'm um, starting the new songs, and everything's coming up just fine, and I'm really excited. I mean, uh, I never had a, a single show with them where I wasn't like uh, <laughs> amazed by the kind of energy they bring to the stage. Oh, dude, no, and, the uh, the energy is why I listen to you guys. So I, I have a I have a couple questions. Uh, so first <laughs> off, uh, I, I think you mentioned earlier uh, you did a tribute band. So you're of Italian descent. But do you do you speak the German language at all? Yeah, I I studied German in school uh, when I was a kid. I still speak it somehow <laughs> outside of the songs, outside of the album. But um, yeah, I mainly speak Italian and English. I, I won't lie to you. Uh, in, in German is like my third language, but it's not as uh, as good as Italian or, or English. But uh, <laughs> I, I use it. And we decided to go to stick with German even for our original songs, because it's the voice is an instrument, okay? And yes. it, when you have to convey some kind of, uh, that kind of energy and that kind of sound, I mean, German is simply perfect. So we decided to treat the voice uh, as a full instrument. I mean, when you have a guitar, you go with the overdrive, you go with the gain, you go with the delay. So why you can't be able, you shouldn't be able to choose the language in which you want to sing. And we decided that German was simply perfect, and we stick with that, and that's it. But uh, it's not my first language at all. So, 
How do you guys uh, determine the lyrical content? Are you fully in charge of that, uh, of the themes of the lyrics, or do you, is there input? No. Um, actually, um, usually it's Evo, the the drummer, that uh, does all the uh, all the lyrics um, together with Robin, which is one of our uh, I I can call it mastermind behind the band follows uh, us with uh, um, all the FD pyrotechnics effects and also the lyrics. Uh, those two guys, Ivo and Robin, they are the two poets of the band. Um, we usually came up with come up with some theme or the core idea um, for the song. And then I give inputs in Italian or English. And but those two guys, uh, they are the true minds behind the, the lyrics and they rock. I mean, the lyrics are superb. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, typically there's, there's probably a strong presence in the band, whether it be one person or two people, or maybe even all the members. And, uh, you know, I, I'm always curious to find out, like, even like with like a band, you know, like, uh, Black Sabbath, for instance, Boom. just as an example, yeah. a lot of the lyrics didn't even come from Ozzy. They came from um, Geezer Butler. Right. Bass player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wanted to ask another question from a from a, a vocalist standpoint. When you first uh, got into singing, uh, what helped you find or maybe you already had the confidence but what helped you find the confidence to be the front man to get out there to um you know get up there and do that in front of people or or do you, did you already have that and you really didn't need to search for it well um I, actually i was very shy uh, i used to have a very shy personality and um but Oh my God! I, des- I decided, you know, that's that's the reason. That's that's uh, that's something I I, <laughs> I find very fun to to tell. But the reason why I go shirtless on stage is is because I, I am shy. You know, once you go shirtless on stage, you have to give it all. Yeah, yeah. People see you uh, as you are and with nothing more. So you have to go <laughs> fully committed because I mean I'm I I used to think. Um, Okay, now I'm here without a shirt. I have to be convincing. I have to give it all because if not, I would just. I can tell you right now, folks, he's probably not wearing a shirt. Oh, cool. <laughs> you can sense it right because I, I'm actually in southern Italy. It's very hot in there, so I'm shirtless even here. Would you say that then that it's a state persona for you that you can turn on and off or. Um... Uh, I, I don't know if I can answer, if I'm able to answer. I mean, um, Good. I used to have it under my skin always, if this makes any sense. Yeah, it um, does. It really it, does. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just there waiting to, to go out. And when I'm on stage, I can, probably I can truly be myself because I remember that my shyness went away instantly after the first gig. Okay. And I was on stage after the gig with adrenaline. Uh, uh, still there, and I was thinking, okay, God, I want to do this every day of my fucking life. So, well, we're, <laughs> so we're, I think that the shyness, the shyness was the, the, the second personality, and, and the rage was the first one. So, oh, rage. but I, I have no idea, no idea. 
Yes. I don't know if I can answer yes. <laughs> if there's a correct answer. No, you did. I think that's a good answer because it sounds like the animal part of you sort of came out and found its place and it wants to be out all the time almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a, it's always a kind animal, <laughs> shy animal somehow, but it's there. So <laughs> I can't believe how nice this guy is, Sean. What the heck is going on here? All right, so we're going to get... Wait, 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 wait. Slow down. We're going to play... You have to say it. Heilmisch. Okay. Now. Wait. <laughs> what, should I, what am I supposed to say, guys? It doesn't matter at this point. I just like hearing you say it. <laughs> All right. Okay. But we're going to play that okay. next. I, I, but Sean, <laughs> Sean's got the closing act right there. What did you say? I said, Dave, you're a goofball. I am. See? <laughs> Zero respect. But Helmich! Uh -huh. Let's go. Fucking Morgan Can't Stern. Can't let the head get too big.
but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. He said, he said not really. All right, we're back. All the best conversations happen off the air. Sean is not really mad at me right now. And we're back here with Teo from Morgan Stern. Oh, my God. We've been trying so hard to get these guys on. Uh, it was scheduling and bullshit. But Morgan Stern from, well, all right, we'll say Swiss band that used to be a Ramstein cover band. But I will say this right now. I enjoy Morgan Stern's, Stern's band music better than Ramstein. Whoa. That's yeah. Funny. I mean, I'm thank you. I'm going to get a lot of hate <laughs> for that. I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Am I though? How are you received? No, like, no, I how are you guys received? Like, do they expect Ramstein from you guys, or do they love hearing your original stuff? Uh, the answer is both. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they ask us to play some Ramstein stuff, and but I mean, uh, our songs were very well received, mainly. So, <laughs> our shows are fully our shows now uh so awesome i because I... you guys brought back what i love about music and sean i feel you feel the same way correct i i do yeah absolutely i think that you know musicality wise these guys got top skills they're the top of their game their original music is so good i i never would have even guessed that they were you know they started as a cover band but I think to be a, a tribute band, you have to really have good skills to emulate, um, especially a band like Ramstein, which is very, you know, a precision, precise kind of band. Well, I, I was curious about, um, you know, obviously right now with the state of the world, it's kind of hard. But is there ever any plans in the future um, to to try to come to the States and do some shows? Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we actually have one the, the first gig of the new season coming on 18 of September. Um, it's Rockin' Rye, which is um, a very big uh, festival in Switzerland, and we can't wait. I mean, we are basically preparing uh, <laughs> since the start of this pandemic. Uh, uh, I can't wait. I mean, I'm just here wondering what I will find. Uh, there, uh, how it will be to, to be again in contact with people, you know, headbanging, mosh fitting, singing, 
and everything that I miss so much about all the gigs we we lost in those two years. So plans are definitely there, and we are starting to put down new dates for the new tour. So let's hope this shit. This shitty pandemic is over and we can go back to our life and to our music yeah. as soon as possible. Um, I, I have to ask you too, because you said it like you're like I'm a big Jonathan Davis fan. Uh, you have this front man thing and you admit it where, you know, shirtless and front stage. It's just you pretty much naked in front of the audience, losing your mind. How do you get in that mindset where like I'm talking to you now and I hear a very sensible human being, but I hear like there, there could be this little switch that goes and you grab that mic and you are screaming at that audience. What's what, what, how do you change between what I'm talking to and what you do on stage? Uh, tough question. Mm. I mean, I, I think, I think I, I could be, I could go a little bit philosophical in here, but, I mean, I it's, think that it's personal. It's something. No, it's not. It's not a problem. It's not an issue. I mean, uh, because I think it's um, it's inside each one of us. There's, um, yeah. I think, uh, a monster. No, it's not like it's it's not a monster. It's like some shards of pain and that need to come out. Okay, and that's my way to bring that out. You know, the pain, the rage, and I'm standing up that. and clapping right now. No, but you know, it's like it's like the, the sort of metal singers, the sort of stuff that metal singers say. But <laughs> yeah. for me, it's true. I mean, it, it's something that, that that everybody has inside. And yes, I mean, yes, we all. I, when when I when I'm on stage with the guys, every single member of Morgenstern just turns into someone else. But it's. I, no, I dig uh, it. I dig it. I can tell that they're all into it, and they're all metal fans. No, no, but just outside of the stage, we are all, I think, we are all normal guys. <laughs> but then there's something when you're up there. And, and, and I think it's, you can fake it, but if you mm. can, if you fake it, it's not, it's not the same thing. I mean, yeah. after a while, you can, yeah, you can sense when someone's faking it, okay? <laughs> and I don't know, I, I, when, I, when I turn around on the stage, I just see those guys enjoying the crowd enjoying the songs and enjoy the energy and oh. that's one of the most energy. sincere things honest things i you, ever you witnessed it. and lived so yes like what is your deal if you're like not metal <sighs> mm. the cure so no, no, no. I, I used to, I used to come from uh, progressive metal, dream mm. theater, and stuff like that. I used to play guitar when I was young. Did you say dream theater? So I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah. I used. To They're from my hometown. I'm from, I'm from Long Island, New York. I, yeah, I saw them, watching them growing up. Yes. So you're a prog rock. Oh. Yeah, I, I used to be a prog rock guy wow. and a prog metal guy, listening to Dream Theater, Pain of Salvation, no way, and stuff like that. Yeah, if, um, you know, uh, Fate's Warning. Oh my uh, God, Sean, are awesome. you are you still with us, Sean? <laughs> I'm still here. I'm, yeah, I'm here. He likes to beat me up a little bit. No, it's not that's true. It. He could beat uh, me up, but dude, I can't. I never placed you for a progressive rock guy. 
yeah, yeah. I used to used to a lot, and then sometimes even now. But but you know, my playlist on Spotify has I think everything from industrial to <laughs> Neue Deutsche Härte to uh, electro synth stuff uh, from the eighties. Vaporwave, uh, progressive oh metal, progressive rock from Italy, all sort of stuff. Always metal related. I mean, the majority of the things I listen to is metal related somehow. Okay, but, so okay, uh, that, that that answers a lot of questions. But wow, so you <laughs> liked metal before, but you'd never saw yourself fronting a metal band, or did you? Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, all <laughs> it, it just like, happened. Uh, it just happened. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. I, I, I'm not joking. I know. I, I like that better. One day. You know, because, you know, Teo's from Italy and the the core of the rest of the band is from uh, Switzerland. Is there Was there any sort of language barrier there? Yeah. Um, you know, within the band? Um, no, because I mean, in Switzerland they they speak three languages. Actually, they speak Italian, French, and German. So uh, guys can switch <laughs> switch language pretty easily. So there was never a language issue. Not at all. They speak perfectly Italian. So no problem at all. It's just us Americans that uh, yeah, we're not, we're lame. Well, we're very culture. lame. Yeah. No, no. You you know no. you have this power with English, which is like uh. the, the most international language of all. So now we're horrible. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to. Well, I was gonna say that you know personally, I'm I'm primarily of German descent, and I always wanted to learn the German language and to be able to speak it fluently. But I just my problem is I just don't have anybody to uh, to to speak with to to keep the language like alive within me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can feel you. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I yeah. speak English with my colleagues all the time. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I, I think I'm pretty fluent. But if I go like for two weeks without talking with an English colleague, I kind of, kind of lose it. <laughs> so, and, and English is my second language. So <laughs> I can feel you there. So, uh, for... I was going to ask out, outside of the band, Teo, um, yeah. what 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 are your um, you know what other artistic interests do you have, or what um, what are your uh, passions that that are outside of the band? Well, um, I write. I write a lot. Uh, I actually writing a novel, hoping to to have it published sooner or later. Uh, and I, I box. Uh, that's pretty much. I write and I box, just like Hemingway. <laughs> I don't know if, if uh, it's something that means. That's amazing. That... That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I do apologize. There is a delay here with Skype. So you box. Yeah. 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 I'm not surprised. You look like you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to wrestle. I used to box and stuff like that. I, I really <laughs> like uh combat sports so all right so if you guys if you guys made a movie soundtrack what would be the most ideal film type that you'd like to write a soundtrack for oh jesus that's a, that's a yeah i'm trying i am trying question. to kill you right now yes <laughs> no no it's super fun it's super fun i mean i think uh that we are all we all have these uh uh, action movie side inside of us, we Morgenstern. Um, but you know, me and Evo, 
Uh, we also love uh, stuff like uh, spy movies uh, or Christopher <laughs> Nolan's stuff. Okay. So it would be pretty interesting to, <laughs> to play something for Christopher Nolan. I don't think he would allow us, but <laughs> it would be pretty interesting. The reason I asked that is because, like, you're you're uh, again, you're the vocalist, but the rest of those guys, dude. It's just movement. The best move, the best music in, in history to me is movement and it's rhythm based the whole way through. Nothing boring about it. And you have the unfortunate, you have to sit and how do you get behind those guys and, and somehow stand in front of them and meet that percussion, that bass, that rhythm? Like, was that like, um, like the first time with those guys? Was it? intimidating at all no no because you were intimidating okay yeah no no (laughs) no i was i wasn't intimidating then (laughs) (laughs) no no we we just kind of get along very well together from from the first rehearsal it it shows and yeah i mean i mean we we found out that you know uh (laughs) all the violence we had inside of us could be directed in the same direction and not one against the other. So uh, it was kind of <laughs> pretty funny. Where, where do you see this going for you? Well, um, we have the intention to uh, carry on writing music. Obviously, we, we have the second album coming up. We're putting music and words together. We already have four tracks, no, four tracks with like full, fully worded and fully um in in the demo version and we have still i think <laughs> 10 to 20 songs to choose from to final finalize and we have a lot of material so i think we're here to stay <laughs> for at least i don't thank know thank <laughs> you god you Sean you feel the same way it's like thank god somebody is still doing this oh yeah yeah i mean so uh, you know, a couple of questions. Um, when when you're in music mode, you're and you're writing songs. How much effort uh, or a part of you is invested? Like when you're not on tour and you're writing music, how much uh, time is spent on the music, and how much personal time do you allot? And really, that's kind of a you know the reason I ask that is because sometimes you see bands will. You know, they'll put out a lot of material when they're when they're younger, you know, year after year, they might have an album come out. But as as they get older, they start to put out, you know, there's a three year gap. There's a four year gap. There's a five year gap between new material. And I just wonder, you know, for the band itself, how much, you know, where you're at uh, in relation to those things. Well, we. um we try to uh, put music first. So if the album is ready in three years, it will be out in three years. We don't um, we don't press for time. Uh, I mean, our label uh, understood pretty quickly that we want to be creatively as free as possible. And actually, they, they are fully supporting us. Um, we are not going to, I think, we are not going to rush things up uh, we take our time. We put like 100% commitment. I mean, I, ne- I never saw any other band I was in 
writing music like, like those guys do. Um, I mean, we have um, we have uh, our guitarist Czech um, Francesco. We call him Czech, um, and Evo that like write music constantly, always on the phone, like telling riff to each other. Okay, so it's like, oh, do you remember that riff that was like the Nati, the Nata, okay, just play that. And they're always experimenting. And uh, so the time allotted for music is a lot. If you, that, that, that was the answer you were looking for. Uh, beyond. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> no, at the same time, we're not rushing things. Um, <laughs> so we will take our time. I think that the next album will come out. Um, at at least uh, second half of 2022, because we we really need to to work everything at perfection. This is like the first rule for us. So wow, I think your music, band music comes first. I think your band bit off more than they could chew when they met you. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, when you were young, um, was it like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin? Or Beatles? Was it punk rock? What made you oh. Iggy Pop? For God's sakes! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I started. Like, no. I, you know, I started from uh, punk rock, I think. Um, mm. But you know, the, the Green Day stuff was the actually. I think that the yeah, yeah. I started from there. Then I I went on like I I was like into Green Day and Red Hot Chili Peppers I mean so much. Then I I see that yeah, yeah. then okay. I discovered yeah and then I discovered Dream Theater and I was oh. <laughs> uh, launched in this progressive metal odd times uh, guitar solos stuff. But but by, by, by the way, if you're from Long Island like myself, it's Dream Theater. Dream Theater. <laughs> Sean makes dream fun theater. of yeah dream theater <laughs> yeah trust me uh Sean makes fun of me I, I know he's sitting there like looking at me weird right now he's gone I, again I do I do actually I I have another weird kind of question oh though. you're not weird you're just strange this is this is not really a musical question but it is you know obviously band related you know a lo a lot of metal bands today uh, are covered head to toe in tattoos but it, it seems like you guys whether it be conscious or not of you know or or are not covered in tattoos is there an artistic decision to to do that or not do that or where are you guys at with that well uh personally i, I don't have every any sorry uh personally i don't have anything against tattoos it just happened that i i didn't have any idea for a meaningful tattoo yet? So <laughs> I'm I, I have no tattoo on my body. As far as the other guys, I can probably say I never saw them naked. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think they also do not have any tattoo. But I I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. Well, you know, with some bands, I wasn't sure if it was like a. You know, just a personal decision or an artistic decision. You know, is it part of the persona of being a metal band? But you know, I guess to each their own. Yeah, I mean, it's, everything is pretty natural with us. Uh, I, I don't feel the need to have a tattoo. I mean, I I don't have um, <laughs> if I don't have a meaning behind a tattoo, I I won't get myself tattooed. That's that's that's, that's where I'm at. I, I agree with that. I have 
a couple of tattoos, but they mean something. I didn't do it because I got drunk. You know, I just like, I swear to God, uh, Sean, you, you're a tattoo less or no tattoo less. And I plan to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just can't like, like Teo said, I I can't think of anything that I would want to, at this point in time, you know, at, at 43, I, I I just can't think of anything that I would want to put on my body. No, you should own it. It should be yours. Sit back and bask in the wackiness of Boku Askew TV. A YouTube channel featuring sock puppets, irreverent comedy, bizarro imagery, and oddball silliness aplenty. To watch now, visit youtube.com slash TV. Hey guys, this is Ty Oliver from Powerman 5000, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Um, yes, as, as strange as it might seem, um, I used to be a guitarist like 20 years ago, and I decided to, to play the guitar because I listened to John Petrucci. Mm. Um, and the same goes for the vocals. Um, wow! I decided, I, <laughs> yeah, I decided I was going to sing when I heard uh, Phil Lindemann for the first time, and I said, "Okay," because it, I, I have a very low voice. Okay, so I was like, "There's no point in singing because in metal there are like no voices as <laughs> deep as mine. So there's no. I mean, everybody was high pitched." You know, uh, yes, James Lovery and Judas Priest, and everybody was like up there, and I was down there. Oh, what should I sing? Oh. And then I heard Lindemann for the first time, and I said, "Okay, you know what? Wow, <laughs> there's something for me in there too." I did rehearsing with some bands, and and I'm here. So, <laughs> what age, what age were you when you started music? I started playing guitar. I was uh, 15, yeah, 15, 20 years ago. Well, Sean and myself are both bass players. I did it so I could stay in the background and never, ever be in the front of anything. And I'm not sure if Sean, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Sean shared, he might have shared the same idealism that I had. Like, I don't want people to see me. I want to play back there and never, ever be in the front of the stage. So somewhere you clearly made this decision that I'm dropping this guitar, I'm ripping my shirt off, and I'm going to tear <laughs> the front row apart. All right, you did. So Yeah, it's, it's kind of the, the reverse process, yeah. <laughs> That's the reverse of what you described, yeah, of your decisions. You still play guitar? Sorry, what? Do you, do you still play guitar? No, no, I, I gave up like uh, 10 years ago, I think, and I, I lost all all my abilities <laughs> I, uh, I sometimes i i bring it back i uh pick it back up but not able anymore to play like i used to sadly so, so what would you be doing right now if you were not fronting morgan stern uh you, you say it from a drug point of view i don't know which drug <laughs> uh, no, i'm not kidding <laughs> if i wasn't huh 
that's uh, another tricky question. I don't know. I mean, uh, there's so much part of my life that I, I, I sincerely do not have any idea. Well, we want I mean, you to keep doing what you're doing. And thank you so much for the music. Um, and oh, please well. keep doing it. What is your favorite song off this release? Because I, I love every song you guys put out. I'm biased. So what is your favorite? Uh, another tough question. I think um, I have uh, two, actually. Uh, Heilmisch and Pornout. Nice. Um, Pornout because it's just... It's too crazy not to be Dude, one of it, my favorite songs. <laughs> you guys, you must light a place up when you play live. I'm so jealous that I have not seen you live yet. Are you coming to the States? Uh, <laughs> uh, no plans for now, sadly, right. but we'll try. I promise. We'll try to come, come up with something to play. Well, we're going to keep playing your, your stuff. We're going to play your stuff here all the time as long as we're allowed. I want T-shirts. Thank you so much. I, I want T-shirts, and I'm going to be, trust me, I'll, we're going to pay for it. Cover song. If you could cover a song, what song would you oh. guys? All right. We were we were thinking about it um, those days, you know. We were talking about uh, what could we cover. Um, we are looking for something we can cover, we are still looking, uh, because everybody has uh, their own influences, you know, so yes. we we would like to uh, to choose a song that nobody expected we could cover. Mm. So we were thinking into um, doing the metal version of maybe some um, modern song, um, we were thinking about something like Billie Eilish or stuff like oh, that. Oh, I love it. Very, I, I very love far that. from metal, you know. You know, you know. We are we're thinking about it. Don't never say never. I agreed. I uh, well, this yeah. is the part of the show where we tell you where to. You tell everyone to, where to find all your stuff, your music, and buy. Actually, pay artists for music. So, um, yeah, Teo, please tell everybody where to go to get your stuff. Well, um, we don't have a physical release of the CD, <laughs> sadly. I, People are constantly asking for physical copies of uh, our album, but we don't have them. Um, we decided to go full digital, so you can find us on Bandcamp, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, these are all those uh, streaming services. Our merch, our merchandise is uh, not yet available. Uh, I mean, we have it uh, at our gigs, at our concerts, but if you don't make it to our concerts, it's not available yet. It will be in the next year on darkmerch.com, uh, which is the shop of our label, which, are, which is Dark Tunes from Germany. Uh, I think it's all, all the information you need. Just Google Morgenstern, uh, Switzerland, and you will find us. And... Or just go to kettle.whistle.radio on Instagram. We'll update you on everything Morgan's turn does because I love this band. And of course, Facebook, Kettle Whistle Radio. And uh, if you want, www.fairlydarkproductions.com. All our episodes are there. This one will be there forever. And uh, yeah, and try looking at some horror comics and books because that does help this thing keep rolling, folks. But yeah, we'd love to have you back. And I am David, and you can find me on Facebook. I'm out there. Sean is, I don't know. Are you still there? 
<laughs> I'm good. You can go to Sam Instagram. Right. But honestly, I, I cannot... On, wait, wait, somebody... That was uh, Mr. Rogers. Very important. He has some great messages. I'm not sure Margaret Stern has some great messages. The, um, your music, uh, mostly aggressive, fun. Who gives a shit? I want to read your book, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll write you if it comes out someday. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Hey, thank you so much for doing this. Folks, friends and fiends, thanks for listening. Again, Morgan Stern, you're going to hear more from them forever, I hope. And uh, Sean, uh, well, you want to say goodnight, Sean? Sure, goodnight. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> I can. You I, asked for a little response, and I gave you one. I know. I can't get a co-host that says goodnight. Like, hey, goodnight. No, all right. So how about you, Teo? Can you want to say goodnight? Oh, uh, I can shout right now, I <laughs> but no, I can right. say good night for sure. That's cool. Thank you for having me. No, with you man, guys. it was a very pleasure. Thank very you so much, and I'm sorry for the delays tonight. But yeah, stick around, and uh, thanks for listening, folks. And you, my friends, you guys, that means you stay around. Hold on.
pop culture, subculture, music, horror, sex, politics, art, and overall bad ass. This is Society 13, redefining podcasting. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.